0: Very good time together, and we are going to continue today. How to pray? How to pray? Let's let's go into the scripture. Let's go into the scripture. Daniel, Daniel, the book of Daniel, chapter six verse 10 in the book of Daniel chapter 6 verse 10 he said now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed he went into his house <laughs> when Daniel knew that the writing was signed he went into his house and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem the the, the the writing that was signed was something that was it, it was a it was a trap it was a trap to trap Daniel and to finish him off, to end him. It was a wild scheming. It was a wild scheming. And so when the 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 the, 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 the schemers got the king to sign it to put it in writing and sign it, he knew the die was cast. <laughs> he knew he knew that the trap. It has been, you know, that has been set up and fully, I mean, I mean, I mean, made it, made up to just take him and to finish him, because his adversaries were after him specifically. And when he knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, <laughs> and the, his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem he kneeled upon his knees three times a day. Wow! Wow! When he, when he identified that this is it, the people are after my blood. They are about to finish me. He went into his home. He went into his house. And his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day. Why? And he prayed wow he prayed and he gave thanks <laughs> how can you how can you take such a a seemingly feeble exercise to counteract something that is out to kill you and to destroy you and to take you out how can you do this unless you are a man that is able to see that which is most visible Unless you are a man who understands something that no other man understands, because because when you when when death is staring you in your face, the thing that you do is essentially that which will take you out of that imminent danger now, quickly, quickly. That is why people divorce. People divorce because they think that there's a threat upon their life. And for my for my life and my peace and everything, I'm checking out of this of this of this difficult situation. I'm checking out. I want to live. It's not. I'm going to pray. Oh no 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 no. They are out for my blood at my workplace. Oh okay. So what are you going to do? I'm going to my home. To do what? Would you write a letter? Would you write letters to defend yourself? What's the point? This guy said. What's the point? Daniel said. What's the point? What's the point in coming to come and stand there to argue with them and tell them that, no, 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 this, 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 this is, uh, this is uh, what you call it. This is, this is unconstitutional. (laughs) (laughs) It's against the Constitution. (laughs) Eric, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. Christians. We use wrath to cast out wrath. We take that which belongs to the devil to deal with that which the devil is putting on our plate. And you expect it to work? You expect it to work? No. You use insult for insult. You use hatred for hatred. No, 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 no. You are taking the the ammunition of the devil to fight the devil. Well, guess what? (laughs) You are done for. But not not so with Daniel. Daniel. But that when, 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 when he identified that the writing was signed, and when the king, when the king signs the writing, is it's it's it is it, it is it, it is it, he's lost. You are you, you are done for. But not so with Daniel. He went into his house, and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God. How can you give thanks? First of all, how can you pray? And how can he give thanks? As Bible says that, as he did a full time, it was a habit. As he did a full time, meaning that it was a habit. Is it is something that he was into doing. If there's an issue prayer. In time of trouble, prayer. In time of joy, prayer. In in anything, every time, prayer. A difficulty, prayer. And when he prays, he gives thanks. Why? Because he knows to whom he has prayed that he's faithful to hear. And when he hears, the answer is sure. Deliverance is sure. Salvation is sure. The worst of the enemy will be knocked out will be nullified. The schemes of the enemy will be brought to naught. Why? He has prayed. He has given thanks. Hey, what was the secret of this man? What was the secret of this man? So we can see that prayer is very important. Yeah. Someone once said that it is more important to know how to pray than to have a degree from the university. Yeah! Yeah! I tell you, all it takes is for one event, and all your education, all the degrees, all the the money that you are earning is brought to naught. Just one activity by a strange man, a strange woman. Just one. Just one. Just one. Like Eric was telling me a surgeon, a surgeon who died, a surgeon, uh, it was in his, he was in his 30s. He died. I believe that if he knew that he would die at 30, I think he would have spent his life differently. He would have spent his life differently. Ah! Why would you go to school for how many years and not even begin to enjoy? I don't know if he was even married. I don't know if he, he, he had a child. I tell you. So prayer is very important, that's number one. Number two, no one is ever too busy to pray. What? Your life depends on it. What do you mean by you're too busy? You are too busy? Are you too busy to eat? Are you too busy to eat? Are you too busy to, too busy to, to breathe? Are you too busy? Wow! Say, I have too much on my plate. Okay. And so, you're not going to pray? Because you don't have any regard. You don't understand what prayer is all about. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it is able to accomplish. That which no man can do. It is that which brings life which preserves, which saves. Yeah, so no one is ever too busy to pray. And then number three, prayer is the source of our power and protection. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. It is the source of our power and protection. It's basically the power of God coming to work for us. When you say our power, you are saying the power of God coming to work for you. Because nobody, no man has power. No, no, no. Like Jesus told um, uh, 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 Pilate, no, 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 you don't have any power. <laughs> it has been given to you from above. No, 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 no. no. Don't, don't talk like that. You don't have any power. No, you don't have any power. It has been given to you from above. I know who was the power. I know him. I know him. It's not you. It cannot be you. I, I can even undo everything that you are about to do. I can even do it, but I have been slated to take this upon myself. I'm going to lay down my, my life and I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it back. It has nothing to do with you, but I need hands. I need hands. I need wicked hands to accomplish it. I need hands. I need wicked hands to accomplish it. You are just a vessel to accomplish that which was foreordained before the foundations of the earth why because i was slain before the foundations of the earth and today i am come to fulfill it why so that i will bring sons and daughters into glory so i will save humanity by the shedding of my blood by my obedience as a matter of fact i'm coming to die to save you and all your people who are going to put the nails in my hands (laughs) Hey! <laughs> it is amazing. It is amazing. So let's let's enter into some things. You know, let's enter into some things. You no, know, you know now prayer, prayer. Brother Lawrence made a statement. He made a statement. He said, he said, prayer is 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 It is um, a sense of the presence of God. It is a sense of the presence of God. It is a sense of the presence of God. Now, can God be present and powerless? Can God be present and powerless? No. That is why... That's why Daniel, when the writing was, was, was signed, he went into his chambers to do what? To engage the God who is present and the God who is faithful. And to assure himself of his intention to deliver. And because he was so sure about it, when he has engaged him, he gave thanks. <laughs> It is, it is, prayer is the, 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 the sense of the presence. Now when he's present, it means that he's also involved. It means that you can engage him. Now here's the thing that you're going to discover. Here's the thing that we are going to discover about about God and why he waits to be engaged. Eric, God waits to be engaged. I mean, he waits to be engaged. It's such a mysterious thing. Such a very mysterious thing. I'm going to share some few things with you. Yeah. God conditions, He conditions the very life and prosperity of His purpose on prayer. The condition that God set for His life to come forth, He has set it on prayer. Please let's pay attention though. And this condition was put in the very existence of God's cause in this world. When the it, it, it is God who brought up the idea, it is God. In fact, let's read the scripture. Look at Isaiah. Isaiah. Look at Isaiah 50, 50, 56. Isaiah 56 from verse 6. Let's, let's, read that some, let's read something. Isaiah 56, from verse 6 to 7. Chris, if you can give it to me. Now, this is God talking through Isaiah, the prophet. And he's making all these declarations about, you know, so many things. Then he says, also, the sons of the stranger, the sons of the stranger, this is God's heart towards Towards not only the Israelites, but even the strangers that have come into their midst. There is also the sons of the stranger that join themselves to the Lord to serve him. And to love the name of the Lord. To be his servants. Everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it. Now, in those days, the Sabbath was a day. In our days, because of he who has become our life... The Sabbath is every day. It is the day of the Lord. It's a day to let the King of Glory come in. Every day we prepare the way for the King of Glory to come in. So Sabbath day is no longer Saturday or Sunday or whatever day. No, 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 no. It is every day for children of God. Every day. Why? It is the day of the Lord. That's why it's called the Lord of the Sabbath. Uh, Let me not go there. Let me not spend too much time on that. But you will get it. Everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and taketh hold of my covenant. Go to the next verse, verse 7. Taketh hold of my covenant. Everyone, anyone, it doesn't matter where you were born, how you came into existence, what your past has been. If you come and you begin to respect my day and you begin to honor the name of the Lord then you take hold of my covenant, Meaning that you have respect for it. Even them, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of Prayer. prayer. I will make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar. Then look at that powerful statement. For my house, shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Wow. My house, God says his house, shall be called a house of prayer for all people. All people. It shall be called a house of prayer, a house of engagement of God. A house of letting God come in. A house of letting God be God. A house of honoring God's involvement, his intentions, his purposes, what he thinks, what he has to say. A sense of his presence. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to share something with you. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now, look at something here. How did God, look at what God did. I said, remember, I said that the very life, the prosperity of God's intention and purposes are fully based on prayer. Say, why? Why is that? Why is that? Give me a scripture. Psalm. Psalm 2. Let's go to Psalm. Psalm 2. Let's read it from verse, um, from verse 6. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I tell you. Now, this is God. This is God. And he's, 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 he's about to make, he's making a declaration. And I want us to see it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, Maybe, maybe. Okay, let's see it. It says, you know, maybe let's read it from 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 from, from, from verse from verse from verse one. Let's read it from verse one quickly. It says, he says, why why do the heathen the heathen the heathen refers to those who don't believe in God, who don't have respect for God and his ways, who don't choose the ways of the Lord. It says, why do the hidden rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Why? Why do they do that? Go down. the next verse. It says, the kings of the earth, the kings of the earth, they set themselves. They set themselves. And the rulers, they take counsel together. The rulers, they take counsel together. Against the Lord. And against his anointed. What are they saying? Verse 3. Let us break their bonds asunder and cast away their courts from us. Let us, let us, let us, anything that is of God, that they are trying to, they are trying to use and to constrain us, let's break it. Uh, I don't know. You you can see it in what is happening now in America. You can see it. It happened. It actually totally happened. It took effect 50 years ago. And now it is coming to its head. It's coming to his head. One, 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 one person says that, remove your so-called God from my private area. Remove your so-called God from my private area. It's mine. It belongs to me. I do with it as I want. You know, the next day if, he gets, if she gets cancer, she will, she will stop talking. Doesn't know that God has prevented that private area which she calls hers. There is the Lord. That he maketh his, his rain to fall on both the good and the evil. He maketh his sun to shine on both the good and the evil. But, the, but, but men don't know that it is God who has allowed it. Let some, let some cancer appear in the breast. That's it. You don't even talk. Shut up. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cause from us see, it God is not a man. No. He's not like a man. He's not like a man. No, you know, maybe you can read it. Do you have this in the passion? Just so that you can understand it in a better way. If you do, fine. If you don't, that's fine. It's okay. I can actually, I can actually read it to you. Oh, let's come together and break away from the creator. Once and for all. Let's cast off these controlling chains of God and His Christ. Can you see it? Can you see it? Yes. Yes. Let's 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 be God. Let's be God. We are God. We are we are our God. We 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 are God. This so-called creator. Let's cast him once and for all. Let's cast off these controlling chains of God and His Christ. Next verse. That that God enthroned merely laughs at them. The sovereign one, he mocks at their madness. (laughs) Uh, He mocks at their madness. Look at the next verse. He said, then with the fierceness of his fiery anger, he settles the issue and terrifies them to death with these words. He terrifies them to, to death. With these words, what are the words? Wow, what are the words? Next verse I myself have poured out my king on Zion, my holy mountain. Wow, it says, it says, it says, I myself say that I have set my king, I have set my king. Upon Zion, my holy, the holy hill called Zion, the holy mountain. Let's verse quickly. It says, I will decree, I will reveal the eternal purpose of God. I will reveal the eternal purpose of God. For he has decreed over me, you are my favorite son. And as your father, I have crowned you as my king, eternal. Then it says, Today, I have begotten you. Or today, I became your father. Now, now, God is saying, God is saying, that. look at what the kings are saying. That they are going to break off, break off the, 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 the restraints that me and my son have put in place. I laugh at their, at their madness and foolishness. And then he's is the, revealing his eternal purpose. That he has set his son as king eternal and it's saying that now this is a very wild scripture we cannot go into all the details but i want you to see what god is saying you're going to see something mightily it says you are my you are my beloved son you are my 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 son this day i have begotten thee this day today i have become your father actually this is the scripture that happened in hell when Jesus died and went to the grave God begot begot him again God begot him again and after God begot him all the righteousness requirement has been fulfilled so that God is now able is now able to set the purposes of God back on course are you with me? now now go down to verse 8 it says, now this is the thing. This is the thing. Ask me to give you the nations and I will do it. Now here is the eternal purpose of God. God is saying to his son whom he has begotten out of hell because the son has now fulfilled all righteousness. He has given birth to his son again in hell. And that is where we also came from. We were with him in his death. We were with him in his burial. We were with him together in hell. And when God begat him, that is when we were born again. That's why he's called the first begotten from the dead. Now, he is saying to his son, he's saying to his son, now that you are the son of man, the new species, the new species, not like Adam, because Adam had a nature called the devil's nature. Because he, he, he submitted himself. He exercised his will to choose the way of the devil, and sin became his nature. Death passed upon all humanity. But this son has paid the price, for the wages of sin is death. The son of man has come to to fulfill that payment. And in hell, he has been born again. And he is going to rise up and take his place at the right hand side of the father and execute his justice. His intentions. Then he tells the son, "Ask me to give you the nations, and I will do it. And they shall become your legacy. Your domain will stretch to the ends of the earth. Meaning that your influence will stretch." The people said that. Remember what the people said? Let us break the fetters. Let us let us break the chain. Let us lose ourselves from their so-called God and His Christ and Jesus saves and, and 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 all those things. Let's break it. God says to his son, son, ask me to give you the nations and I will do it. And they shall become your legacy. Your domain will stretch to the ends of the earth. That's verse. (laughs) And it says, and you will shepherd them with unlimited authority, crushing their rebellion as an iron rod smashes jars of clay. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, what do you guys think? Powerful. You will shepherd them with a limited authority. You will shepherd them. All those who are ignorant, they will come to know you. And those who are rebellious and keep choosing rebellion, you will crush their rebellion as an iron rod smashes jars of clay. Jars of clay are no match for an iron rod. I mean, there's no contention at all. God is not trying to contend with the devil. No, 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 no. He's allowed him. As a matter of fact, when the enemy does something, God says, "God says, I'm going to use that thing that you have done, and I'm going to show to you that man will rule over you. I'm going to, I'm going to let this my son, which is us, because now the son is living his life through us. I'm going to let my son or uh, my daughter triumph over you, so that you will know that you are no match even for man." <laughs> It says that I will crush your rebellion as an iron. Now, what, now, why am I sharing this with you? The phrase, can you give it to me? Can you give the, the verse 8 in, 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 in King James so that you can see it? It says, ask, ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for the inheritance. Why would God, why would God the Father tell the son of man, to ask of him and he shall give him the heathen for his inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for their possession. Is it not exactly why God came? True or false? So why is God requiring that the son of man still ask? Why is that? This is the scripture that we gave last week psalm 115 verse, verse 16 this is the, the the same scripture is it why? please the, the question is why is god telling his son to ask for the very thing because 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 go to please go to psalm 1 psalm 115 verse 16 i mean sorry, yeah psalm 115 verse 16 Give it to me in the NASB. Psalm 11, Please, I'm painting a picture because I need to see it. If you don't see it, you don't see why you should pray. And you know don't, you don't see why we are struggling and suffering when there is no basis for it. Give me Psalm 115 verse 16. Give it to me in the... Okay. Psalm 115 verse 16. In the... good. Good, good. Hmm. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons. Of who? Of men. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. This is why when the sons of men, you see, if I give, if I give, if I give, you remember, you remember, you remember, you remember, you um, remember Helena's wedding, remember? Yeah. Yes. Do you think after Helena, Helena, Helena has been given to some in marriage, do you think the mother can go there, go, go without any announcement? She just flies from, from, from Ghana. The following day, she lands at the door and says, I have rights and access here because of my daughter. I'm entering everywhere I want because of my daughter. No, 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 no. Too late. Too late. True of false? True. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. If she wants anything, she has to, she has to, Tell the daughter and say, please talk with your husband and get his take on it. If she if he will agree. Are you with me? Yeah. When when the daughter calls her and asks her something, he will say, Are you in agreement with your husband on this matter? If not, please uh, just just count me out. Wow, that's what the Bible says that therefore shall therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto there is a living, and a cleaving when that happens anytime the mother and the father want to come in for whatever reason they have to ask for permission but before then there was no permission <laughs> True of us yeah. that's how it is for the Bible says that the heavens are the heavens of the Lord But the earth, He has given to the sons of men. What does that mean? If the sons of men want God's intervention, the sons of men must require, must request it from the Father. He doesn't have, He doesn't have it. He ask of me, ask of me, ask of me, please. This is God who did it. It's not us. Ask of me, and I will give thee. Ask of me. Let me give you another example, so that you can understand this thing. Are you coming along with me? Yes. yes. Look at, look at, look at, look at um, 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 Genesis chapter 20. Let's read from verse 7. Genesis chapter 20 from verse 7. Wow, the time is almost gone. Look at Genesis chapter 20 from verse 7. If you can get this, you can see from verse actually um, we're going to take it from, I think, let me see. It says, now therefore, restore, I, 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 I want us to, okay, you, let, let's read it. Now therefore, restore the man's wife, for he's a prophet, and he will pray for you. He will pray for you. Now, No. let's read from verse six. Let's read from verse six. Oh, maybe from verse from verse four. Let's let's read from verse four because I didn't need you to get this. What well, if you get this, the rest would be very easy to understand. Now, Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, "Lord, will you slay a nation, even though blameless?" Now, Abimelech, David. Abimelech asked David, "I'm sorry, asked Abraham. Who is this young lady? Oh, she's my sister." That's what Abraham said, even though that was his wife. So Abimelech also took her, because if you're a sister, then I can have her. Two of us. So now Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, "Lord, because he had a dream, and in the dream he had he saw God tell him all these things." So he, let's go on. So, so he asked God, God, are you going to kill and how, are you, are you going to destroy a nation even when they are blameless? Because I, 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 look, I'm without fault. I mean, I don't have a fault in this matter. Next verse, quickly. Did he not himself say to me, "She's my sister," and she herself said, "He's my brother"? <laughs> Is that the two of them? <laughs> I seen Are you seen it? Yes. yes. For fear. I mean, for fear. This is what God's children sometimes do. For fear. They are so af- they were so afraid of their lives. So they conspire to lie. And look at what it's bringing, it's bringing forth. Somebody who's supposed to give birth to, to, to a special son, whose name is Isaac, is about to be defiled because of their fears. I tell you. I tell you. <laughs> this is my sister. And she herself said, is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands, have I done this? Next verse, quickly. Quickly. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you have done this. And I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Next verse. <laughs> now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he's a prophet. And he will pray for you. And you will live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. Let's verse, quickly. Let, let, we have to read quickly because we have a lot to share. Then it says, So Abimelech arose early in the morning and called all the servants and told all these things in their hearing. And the men were greatly frightened. Let's verse, quickly. <laughs> the guy was blessed by... Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, what have you done to us? And how have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done to me things that ought not to be done. Next verse quickly. <laughs> Abimelech said to Abraham, what have you encountered that you have done this thing? Go on. Abraham said, because I thought surely there is no fear of God in this place. And they will kill me because of my wife, because his wife was very, very beautiful. Let's go on. <laughs> besides, besides, she actually is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. <laughs> so she is trying to justify the whole thing. Do you get it? Yes. He's trying to justify the whole thing. I tell you, you know, when we use our thinking, eh, we, 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 we spoil everything that God has purpose. When we use our thinking, let's go on. And she became my wife. Then is it, is it, and it came about when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said to her, this is the kindness which you will show to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he's my brother. Next verse quickly. Abimelech then took sheep and oxen and male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and restored his wife Sarah to him. let verse quickly. Let's see what it will say. Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Settle wherever you please. Next verse. To Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, it is your vindication before all who are with you. And before all men, you are cleared. Verse 17 is the key. So, Abraham, oh, give me the King James. So, Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife, and his maidservants, and they bore children. Now, let's read the verse 7 again, so that you can see, you can see where, where, why we read this scripture. Look at the verse 7. Now, therefore, restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee he shall ask me to do something for you and I will do it. <laughs> you, you see it? Yeah. Yes. I tell you. It's like, it's like, okay, 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 okay. God, you, you have seen this thing. You, 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 you have seen uh, I, I, all this thing happened out of the innocency of my heart. And you also know my problem. You know all that is wrong with me. You know what I'm struggling with and all that. Why don't you do it? Why don't you just do it? Why don't you just do it? I see what I'm seeing. So the verse 17 is where we just read. So Abraham prayed unto God. Verse 17. And God healed Abimelech. Oh, verse 17. So Abraham prayed unto God and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants and they bore children. Verse verse 18, for the Lord had closed, had first closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah Abraham's wife. Now, 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 can you see something here? You know, there is another scripture. I want you to see it. Look at Job. Job 42. Job 42 verse 8. Job 42 verse 8. Because Job, Job, Job had a situation, a very terrible situation, a very terrible loss. And then his friends, who you can call mistaken comforters, <laughs> they behaved themselves poorly in, in the controversy, you know, and God's wrath was kindled against them. Job, Job, no, Job 40, 42, verse 8. Okay. Therefore, take unto you now seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job shall pray for you. For him will I accept. <laughs> for him will I do what? Accept. For him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly, in that you have not spoken of me, the thing which is right, like my servant Job. Wow, wow! It's like God. You know, you know, you know, you know what we need. You know what the solution is. You know, in fact, before we be asked, you, you you know our burdens. You know the answer. You know what our heart cry is. Why do we have to go, go? Why do we have to first of all talk to this man, and then why does the man need to pray? To you before you do what you must do again the, the underlying and the underlying condition is that ask of me i want you to see the thing oh, ask of me because I'm, because I'm going to answer the idea of going to this man to pray going to um abraham going to Job. i want you i want you to see see this first that unless men pray Unless the sons of men ask or inquire of God to come in to intervene to come in and do and do that which will bring life, God does not move. Ask of me is the condition a praying people, willing and obedient, must satisfy. But it's the end men shall pray for him continually. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. Seek my face. Pray unto me. If my people God, you know what is wrong. You know the chaos. You know all this thing that's happening. Uh, You know my home. You know the, the, the marriage. You know the finances. You know the sicknesses. You know the diseases. God, you know before I even ask. Why should I have to ask? Ask of me, ask of me, ask of me, ask of me. The prayers of holy men appease God's wrath. It drives away temptations. It resists and overcomes the devil. Yeah, it procures the ministry of angels. But the sons of men should ask. That's why prayer is so important. Prayer is that which cures sicknesses and obtains pardon. This is the thing that is able to arrest the sun in its course. It is able to arrest the sun, the sun, the whole sun is able to arrest it in its course. Wow! It rules over all gods and opens and shuts the storehouses of rain. Bible said, that, Bible said that Elijah prayed and it ceased from raining and he prayed again and it rained. Hey. Hey. Now the question is: the question is, okay, we must pray. We understand. We must ask of God for him to intervene. We understand. But what about God says this person, that person, that person? Well. Let's look at something. Let's look at a scripture. James chapter 5, verse 16. James chapter 5, verse 16. Hmm. Hmm. It is prayer that is able to stop the mouth of lions. Oh, James chapter 5, verse 16, please. King James. James 5, verse 16. Now it says confess your faults one to another. Confess your faults who to who? One to another. One to another. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another. Can you see that there is no distinguish the, 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 the distinguishing features between the one who is at fault and the one who must be who the confession must be made to? Meaning that take Eric and Chris, for example. So when Chris is at fault, God is telling him, Chris, go to Eric. Say, Chris has sinned. God says, Chris, go to Eric. Confess your fault to Eric. And Eric, pray for Chris. Then when when Eric commits the sin, he says, Eric, go to Chris. Confess your fault to Chris. And Chris will pray for you. Hey, that you may be healed. Wow. Are you seeing something? Yes. Then yeah. it says, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual, fervent prayer of what kind of man? Righteous man. A righteous man, a much. man. So, what, whose prayer does God hear and does God hearken to? A righteous man. That's the first condition. The man must be righteous. And when that righteous man prays, it avails much. Now, here is the thing. In fact, go to the next verse. I'll show you something. Before we go to the other powerful Wow, We are going to read some scriptures. And I'm not going to talk much. Because... Oh, verse 17. It says... Elias, or Elijah, was a man subject to like passions as we are. He was a man subject to like passions as we are. Meaning that he had the same feelings and fears and all the things that are wrong with man as it's wrong with us. So, for example, Abraham. Is it not Abraham who agreed with his wife to tell everybody that, Hey, you're my sister, okay? Tell everybody you're my sister, okay? Yes, agreed. So that we we will live... (laughs) (laughs) Is it not, are they not men like, men with a passion like us? Why did they agree, conspire to do that? Fear. What did Abraham say? Because the fear of God is done with them, so they will kill us. So for us to live, let's agree that we will give this answer. Even though you are my wife, tell them that you are my sister. Why did they do that? Because they are men like, yeah, they are men subject to life passions. They are as afraid as we also get to be afraid. Are you with me? Yes. yes. But so that? Elias was a man subject to life passions as we are. This is a guy, Elijah, Elijah was the one who ran away from, from, from that queen because he was afraid. <laughs> he said, Lord, I'm the only one who's left serving you. <laughs> anyway. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. So now, I want us to see something. I want us to see something. I want us to see something in the New Testament. What Jesus has done to bring you to the place where you and I, where Eric, where Chris, where Rachel, where Amy, where Mary, myself, all of us, everyone, everyone, everyone who received the Son now receives a declaration from God you are my righteous one so let's look at it let's look at let's look at um john john chapter john chapter 16 verse 7 john 16 from verse 7 let's take it from the the, the passion john 16 from verse 7 please Prayer is so powerful. The problem is that we don't, we don't know its power. We don't understand what it does. It looks so feeble because natural man needs natural man needs a natural presence, a physical presence. It's like a, a voice that thunders. A voice that thunders. An earthquake of some sort, something, a sign that shows that God is here to deliver. But not so with Daniel. He just went into his room. He knelt down, opened the windows. He prayed, gave thanks. What is going to happen? To the natural man, that is stupidness and stupidity at his best. That is, you are, you, you are going to die, foolish man. But Daniel knew. Because of the spiritual man. He was a man who had respect for the spiritual realm. So he said, that, I am also going to engage the spiritual authority and power of my father now this is jesus speaking he says but here's the truth it is to your advantage that i go away for if i don't go away the divine encourager will not be released to you but after i depart i will send him to you i will send him to you this is who's speaking who is speaking jesus yeah please pay attention it says After I I depart, I will send him to you. Next verse. Verse 8. And when he comes, he will expose sin and prove that the world is wrong about God's righteousness and his judgments. He will expose sin and prove that that means that he will convict the world of sin. of righteousness and of judgment he will convict the world he will prove he will prove he will prove that this is not the way of god why it is not the way of the son for the son is that which is true that which is righteous that which is life so anything that does not under the son the holy spirit will make us know that it's I, I'm going to do this, so that I'll have my peace of mind. Holy Spirit will say, "No, son, daughter, you are choosing death." No, no, no. I'm going to engage him. I'm going to engage her. I'm going to fight. I'm going to toe to toe. I'm going to let him know that I'm not a fool. When Spirit will come and say, "The yes, son, you are the, you are using the weapons of the devil." He will expose sin, prove that the world is a uh, you know, prove that the world is wrong about all those things. Next verse, quickly, nine. Then it says, then it says, sin, because they refuse to believe in who I am. So you enter into sin only when you fail, you fail to recognize. You fail to have respect for the presence of he who alone is true, and his life, and his righteousness. His name is Jesus. It's not what is wrong with you. It's not what has been done against you, but you are failing to have recognition of he, out of him, comes that which is true. That is why he said that when the Holy Spirit has come, he will will lead you into all that which is true. And then he says that he will take that which is mine. It's not what is wrong with you. It's not what you have done in the past. It's not how you have destroyed the whole thing and now it's hopeless. No, 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 no. When you let the sun in on the situation, he's able to undo all that you have done. It's a sin because they refuse to believe in who I am. Next verse, quickly. Then it says, righteousness, God's righteousness, because I am going back to join the Father and you will see me no longer. So pause for a moment. Because Jesus, who is God's righteousness, was present with them, whatever is happening, all they have to do is come to Jesus. Like like God God told Abimelech, go to Abraham, like God told um, Job's friends, go to Job and he will pray so God will tell Peter, Paul everybody, go there's an issue, if Jesus comes on the scene, Mary Mary um, Mary and um, what's is, what is his name, Martha oh, if you had come my, my, my brother wouldn't have died, why? because he's the one, when he prays when he prays there must be a response, a result And manifestation. Why? Because it's God's righteousness. Now, he's going to go. So who are we going to go to? The Holy Spirit is now going to come and reveal, remind us, uh, or cause us to see that now we are going to be God's righteousness. But only the Holy Spirit is the one who comes and reveals it to you. So when he comes... He will convict you and I of our righteousness. For what? So that we also will begin to pray. And when we pray, we will have the assurance that he has heard it. And just as Elias, just as Abraham, just as Job, just as the righteous ones prayed and God hearkened, we, when we also pray, God must come on the scene. God, God will come on. God will intervene. God will intervene. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he he says that he will convict the world of God's righteousness. Why? I am going back to join the Father. You will see me no longer. But you must pray for God to intervene. So you need the Holy Spirit to come and talk to you about now you are God's righteousness. Why? Because God is about to make his son to become our righteousness. Are you seeing something? Are you seeing something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, this is a very wild thing I'm talking I'm telling you about. I'm telling you about. Go to the next verse. Let's read it quickly. I, mean, I want to, to just read it, read it. And judgment. Because the ruler of this dark world has already received his sentence. Because he has already been sentenced, don't take the things that belong to him. Don't attach yourself to the things that belong to him. That is why Jesus said that the prince of this world cometh to me and has nothing in me. Show also, don't take the things that belong to him. Judgment has already been passed upon him. It's like this, this, this pulpit is about to go down. And you are hanging on to it. Why are you going to go? Why are you going to go? What's going to happen to you? Down with it. You will go down with it. So Holy Spirit comes He will convict you and I, the whole world, of judgment that is prepared only for the devil and his demons. So every man, every woman here, detach yourself. Choose not that which belongs to him. Next verse, quickly. Quickly, because you're going to see something that is very nice that you just said. There is so much more I would like to say to you. But it's more than you can grasp at this moment. Why? The Holy Spirit has not come. And so, he, and, so, and so the Holy Spirit, who is the only one who can reveal to your spirit? Because you must be born again. The Holy Spirit will then come and reveal to your spirit. He will teach you. He will show you. Okay, let's go on. What is what has happened now? It says, but when the truth-giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak on his own, but only what he hears from the Father. And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. Go on, quickly. He will glorify me on the earth, for he will receive from me what is mine. And he will reveal it to you. Next verse, quickly. Wow. Wow. Everything that belongs to, to the Father belongs to me. That's why I say that the divine encourager will receive what is mine and reveal it to you. Why does He say it belongs to him? Because he is now a man. He became a man. He became a man to, uh, to fulfill every righteousness so that that which belongs to him, he can give it to you. And he wants you, he needs you to know it. And he needs you to operate by it. Next verse 16. Now we're coming there. We're coming to the very interesting part. It says, soon you won't see me any longer. But then, after a little while, you will see me in a new way. In a new way. (laughs) Next verse. In a new way. Next verse. It It says, some of the disciples asked each other, what does he mean? Soon you won't see me. And a little while after that, and you will see me in a new way. And what does he mean? Because I'm going to my father. Next verse. So they kept on repeating. What is the meaning of a little while? We have no clue what he's talking about. We don't know what he's talking about. It doesn't make sense to us. Next verse, 19. Jesus knew what they were thinking. And it was obvious that they were anxious to ask him what he had meant. So he spoke up and said, verse 20. Let me make it quite clear. You will weep and be overcome with grief over what happens to me the unbelieving world will be happy while you will be filled with sorrow. But know this, your sadness will turn into joy when you see me again. Next verse, quickly. Just like a woman giving birth experiences intense labor pains in delivering her baby, yet after the child is born, she quickly forgets what she went through because of the overwhelming joy of knowing that a new baby has been born into the world. Verse Next verse, 22. Then it says, So will you also pass through a time of intense sorrow when I am taken from you, but you will see me again, and then your heart will burst with joy with no one being able to take it from you. Next verse. Please pay attention. We are coming there. We are almost there. To the very, very profound, for here is eternal truth. For here is eternal truth. When that time comes, You won't need to ask me for anything, but instead, you will go. You will go what? Directly to the Father. You will go what? Directly to the Father. You will go what? Directly to the Father. You will not go to Abraham, not to Moses, not to Job, not to another person, not to this man, not to this man, not to this woman. But instead, you will go. Now, who is speaking? speaking? Oh, who is speaking? Jesus. Jesus is saying what he's saying. Jesus is the one who's saying this. But instead you will go directly to the Father and ask him for anything you desire and he will give it to you. Why? Because of your relationship with me. That is why that is why now the single most important thing is our relationship with the son. How we are going to now begin to have respect for what the son has to say. For what the son's opinion is about any and every matter. You feel this. What does the son also think? Why? Why? Because your access to the Father is based on your relationship with the Son. Why? Because the Son is everything the Father loves. The Father is everything the Son loves. The Holy Spirit is the personification and the power of this love that exists between the Father and the Son. So anytime you choose that, that which manifests the sun, anytime you choose that which glorifies the sun, what is Spirit says, I'm here, I'm coming in on the scene. So, what is left that qualifies as direct, easy access all the time, anytime is we God, we let the sun have the glory. We glory in the sun, we let the sun we, pre- we prepare the way for the sun. What we are thinking, if it doesn't edify the sun, we shut it up. We silence it. We don't take that path. Sometimes somebody behaves in a way that requires hatred. We say, No, I can't hate. Why? Because the son does not hate him. The son does not hate her. I can't hate. I want to say this for my peace of mind. I can't. The soul does not allow me. I am restrained. Why? The love of Christ now constrains us. The love of Christ. Constra- Why? Because you need to have access to the Father. Because you need to pray. And when you pray, you need God to intervene. So you don't, you don't, you want to forgive quickly. It doesn't matter what the person has done. Because forgiveness now is not for the person, it's for your sake. Are you seeing something? Yes. Forgiveness is for, it's not for the person, it's for you. The person has offended you, but forgiveness, forgiving the person is your lifeline. Because of your relationship with me. Next verse, quickly. Please bear with me for a moment. Let's finish this properly. Until now, you have not been bold enough to ask the Father for a single thing in my name. But now you can ask. And keep on asking him. And you can be sure that you will receive what you ask for and your joy will have no limits. Next verse, quickly. I have spoken to you using figurative language. But the time is coming when I will no longer teach you with veiled speech, but I will teach you about the Father with your eyes unveiled. Wow. Wow. There is something that belongs, there's a life, it belongs to us. It's ours. We must see it. We must operate in it. What are you watching? Does the Son approve of it? What are you giving yourself to hear? Does the Son approve of it? What are you engaging in? that, that, that in all things He might have the glory. He might have the preeminence. That in all things, for He gave Him to be the head of the church, His body. He is the firstborn from the dead, so that He is the firstborn from the dead, because all of us were dead. And when He when He was given birth to and raised up, that was when we came into being a new species. This species is, has not no respect for whether you are born or free, whether you are male or female, whether you are Greek or Jew. It, 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 it has ended. Why? It's a new species. Born out of hell. It's Jesus himself living in his church, speaking through his church. So, last verse. Let me close. First John 5 verse 14 my goodness my goodness it is in your interest it's in your interest to become aware of him he who is your lord he who is your righteousness he who is your sanctification he who is your holiness he who is your redemption it says and this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. What does it mean? Jesus is the will of God. Jesus is the will of God. And if we ask the Father anything according to Jesus, according to what Jesus approves of, according to what Jesus has done, according to what Jesus has brought forth, what is unveiling, that is the will of the Father, then he hears us. So you say, I'm going to pray. Father will deal with you. Father will not hear it because Jesus is not dealing with any man according to their wickedness. I'm going to pray. That God will take you out. Foolish prayer. Nobody will hear. And you see, prayer is to gain, to access the ear of, of the father. And so if the prayer does not access the fear, you have just wasted your, your breath or whatever. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Verse 15, and if he hears us, verse 15, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. Wow. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Oh, Father, here have we given ourselves. Here have we given ourselves, have we surrendered ourselves to come under your feet, to hear your word, and to learn of your ways. Oh, Holy Spirit, take your word, show it to us. Reveal the Son to us by your word, that we may choose the way of the Son, that we may engage his life, which is in us, that we may engage his life in our daily work, in our our school, in our workplace, in our home, in our relationships, We will let him, the Jesus, the Christ, be our God and our life. We will let him be the one who speaks, whose voice we gladly choose and obey and submit to. That we may have access to you, Father. Then we shall pray according to his will. We shall pray according to your will. For Jesus is your will. He's everything you desire. He's everything that pleases you. Oh, and the Holy Spirit only is present to bring to pass that which is of Jesus. To enforce and to manifest that which is of Jesus. So help us, we pray today. To see it, to choose it, and to work in it. We thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. 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 Wow. What do you guys think? Wow. Wow, I tell you. I tell you. You know, when when I was this morning, it's amazing. I was there. I said, Lord, I'm going to preach about this thing. Help me to preach this properly. To present it your way. I didn't know that some things which I was reading two days ago, which has nothing to do with this. It was actually for for this. (laughs) (laughs) Holy Spirit was wild, though. I tell you. He connects dots in ways that man can do. I I didn't go forth to look for this scripture and no, 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 no. But this morning I just asked a simple prayer, and he made relevant his word that you will hear, that you'll be blessed tremendously. I'm telling you, let's choose him. Take your communion. Take your body. Take your body, and take the blood. Look upon the body for you are looking at that which has allowed you to have access by the sons of obedience this is the power that has broken the curse of sickness upon your life the curse of poverty the curse the absence of peace that has been broken by the broken body of Jesus Christ now lift up the body and say with me the body of Jesus Christ One Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Please, eat the body. Hmm. Lift up the blood is the blood of the everlasting covenant the blood that god has used to bring you into a covenant relationship where every blessing is based on the covenant of blood everything that now brings blessing your way is because of this blood lift up the blood of jesus christ say with me the blood of the everlasting covenant the blood of jesus I drink the blood Now drink life unto me and unto all that pertains to me the curse of the evil one is broken by the blood and blessings belong to me because of this blood the blood of Jesus please drink the blood